0: This episode of At The Bar is recorded on the lands of the Ghana people and we pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. I'm Jane Gretch and welcome to At The Bar, a podcast about running a dance studio. The highs, the lows and everything in between. As a dance studio owner, business coach, leadership expert, and the founder and author of Dance Step, a dance student teacher education program, my mission is to educate, encourage, and empower all I serve. Each week, I'll share a mixture of solo episodes and interviews, sharing ideas, hopefully making you smile, and reminding you that you are not alone. So, what are we waiting for? Join me at the bar. In today's episode of At The Bar, we're going to be talking about that age old challenge. How do we raise a family and build a business at the same time? I'm here to tell you that it is possible. I've done it. I'm doing it. And um, for the most part, I'm loving it. It's not without its challenges. And I will be talking about how I've managed that One of the things that supports me to be able to be home and looking after my children when and if (laughs) I want to is having a studio built on systems. And while I'm not going to talk about that today, I do want to share how I've done that on Tuesday, the 24th of May, Um, that's my May group coaching workshop. I'm going to be running systems school, talking to you um, about how I've really built a book of systems that means that when I want to be at home, I can be. I've been able to grow my studio and I've been able to empower my staff. So, this is a really crucial workshop. If you want all of those things, then please join me. Check out the booking link. In my Instagram bio, you'll find me at Dance Studio Success. Now, let's talk about motherhood and running a business. Hi, everyone. Miss Jane here. I hope you're doing really well. As promised, I said I'd share some thoughts around being a mum and running a dance studio, Um, which does sound like a crazy idea, but I actually think it's pretty awesome. And I'll tell you why. Um, My children are now a little bit um, older. They're not, we're not into adulthood yet. We're 15, 12 and nine. So we're right right there in the eye of the storm it feels some days. Um, but I have had my children all the way through. My my oldest is 15. My studio is 15. Uh-huh. Um, so we've been growing them together. And so I just had a couple of really quick thoughts um, that I wanted to share with you around the topic. The first is um, to not get stuck in doing things the way you've always done them. So my school changed and evolved every time I had a baby <laughs> because I realized that what I had been doing up into that point of then having another baby wasn't going to be sustainable. Sometimes that meant disappointing people. Um, as long as it meant not disappointing myself, I was okay with that. Um, I think we can get stuck you know, in this idea, oh, well, we've always done comps or we've always done exams or we've always done this, that and the other. I really want to remind you. um, And if you've been following some of my work for, for a while, you'll know that this is one of my catch cries and it's going to be coming up again and again in my book. And that is that you are the captain of your ship. And that was with a P by the way. And you get to design this thing called your dance studio. So make sure it works for you. It's not always as easy as just getting more staff, which tends to be the catch cry, just get other people to do it, just get other people to do it. Well, I'm an expert in leadership. And let me remind you, people are complicated. It's not that easy. When you take on more staff, you also take on their family, their burdens, their health issues, um, their challenges. So for me, um, it certainly is great. I've I've got lots of staff and they're good. And that is one way of doing it, you know, is going, well, who can help me? Um, In the question that prompted this response, our dance studio owner said, she loves to teach. And I'm right there with you. Um, Again, one of the kind of catch cries is, well, just stop teaching. If that works for you, then do it. But if you still need to teach or want to teach, then do that. This is where it gets really tricky. I only teach five hours a week now. I actually teach less than when my children were little. Um, because i found I just want to be around at nights a little bit more with them. Now they're getting older, they need a bit more help with homework, that kind of thing. Whereas before I was kind of a little bit okay and sneaking out a couple of nights a week and getting somebody else to do that lovely nighttime routine. So um, I think the thing is you need to make a list of what you're doing and what you like doing. Out of that list of what you're doing, What really energizes you? What really lights you up? What did you sign up for? And then what really drains you? What do you not want to do? And look at being careful about what you outsource. Look at being careful about what you delegate and to who. Um, It might be that some of your current staff would be able to step up into those areas, or you might actually need to get some help. So I know it's going to sound uh, a little contradictory to, to how I started and it's like don't always just get more staff. Well, if you've got none, you might need to get a little bit of help. And if not help at the studio, then help at home. Um, I know lots of dance studio owners love having a cleaner. It's like one less thing to worry about. Um, It might surprise you. I I have had a cleaner in the past, but I don't anymore because my home is such a haven and I now work um, very randomly, sometimes at home, sometimes in the studio, that I don't want to be having someone in my home. I'd rather just kind of swish around badly and have a semi-clean home at this point in my life. On that, lower your standards, my goodness, I worked so hard to be the best bloody mother I could be in those early years, and I still do. But I just wish I would chilled out a little bit, um, you know, so a little bit of dust on the top of the TV ain't going to kill anybody. Um, there's a great story about how I fed one of my child baked beans for seven nights in a row. It wasn't actually about being a lazy ass mother. It was about being fed up with her food food. Um, pickiness. But it's so funny that that story is part of our family history now. And my kid didn't hate it. She quite liked it. And so we just need to lower our standards sometimes. Allow others in to, to help you. I know we like to think, well, we've we've got to do this. You don't have to do everything. I know this is nothing new, um, but with your performance, you know, maybe, yes, you have always picked all the costumes or all the music or whatever it is. You do need to let some of those areas go if they feel like a burden instead of a joy and that's why that list is a really really good place to start well what feels like it's draining you our dance studio owner who shared the question said you know she'd spent all weekend at comps I've never done comps in my dance studio um, because I've created this business by design to fit with my family and I don't want to be there on the weekends and I don't want to be there in the school holidays. They have always been sacred times to me. That's a choice I've made. It's a choice you can make. You can take things away from your families. Yes, some of them might leave because they're desperate to do comps or they might leave because you no longer go to comps. So be it. Because those families, here is the, the, the big thing, those families ain't going to be there in 60 years' time when your kids are. Um, that's really powerful, right? And it's actually been the thing that has driven me all the way through. I don't want to regret any of this. I don't want to get to the end and go, look at my 1,000-strong dance studio and look at my kids that resent me and have regret. So every choice I've made has been like, okay, how am I going to have a career and a thriving business and look after these kids? And here's the answer, adjust, pivot, for want of a better word, every year, because every year your children get older, they're going to be changing what they need from you and what you feel like you want to be doing with them. For years, I had a routine with my girls that I'd pick them up from school on a Friday and we'd go out for ice cream. That lasted for like five years or donuts or some other healthy thing that would ruin our dinner. Um, And it's a cherished memory. It's no longer in existence. My 15-year-old would rather die than go out for ice cream with me on a Friday afternoon. And my two other children go to Acro at the studio. Um, so things are going to be fluid. They're always going to change. And I think that's really important. It goes back to my opening point that like what's got you here ain't going to get you there. What you've always done might need to be adjusted. You might need to give up comps or you might need to send somebody else to comps or your families might need to understand that, that when they send their troop to comps or their solos to comps that you might not always be there. This doesn't mean that my work doesn't impact my family at times. This Sunday, I've got mock exams. I'm going to be there all day. It's a choice I've made, but I know that it's a one-off and that my children aren't going to die because I'm not here on a rainy Sunday. They'll probably have quite a nice time spending their day in their pajamas, and I'll come home and nag them about why their bed hasn't been made, and they'll want me to go back to the studio different to if I was a breastfeeding mum, right? Um, And being away from the family for all day might have a few more (laughs) um, tricky things about it. So you've got to really look at what your family needs from you and what you want to be able to give to them. Here's here's, um, my final point, and I've jumped around. I did make notes, but I've jumped around a little bit, is that... um, I think it's wonderful that we get to work. I think it's wonderful that we get to have our own businesses. I think we are actually the lucky ones. I look at some of my girlfriends whose children have to be at Osh, out out of school hours care at 7 a.m. in the morning and are still there at 6 p.m. at night. And I go, you know what? My kids are lucky. I am lucky. Yes, they had to come and help me build a studio for a couple of days in the holidays when we were painting it or whatever. But big fizz, they can learn to be part of a family that contributes to something outside of themselves. I actually think there are so many benefits. And when I compare what I've got in terms of freedom and the ability to choose and design my life around my family, I feel blessed. And so I've made it work for me. Not only that, I've got three kids that see a mum who's going after her dreams, who see a mum who is lit up by her passion and her purpose, and I know what an impact that's going to have in their lives because I had a mum and a grandma who did exactly the same thing. What a gift we can give our kids. What a gift we can give our kids remember there are going to be hard days no matter what path you choose. Not every job is sunshine and rainbows all the time and sometimes this job is bloody, bloody hard. There are seasons that are really, really busy. Performance or recital season, my kids used to get um, used to the saying, after the performance, can we, right? They started to understand that in that lead up, I was busy. But following that, I had six weeks of school holidays off with them. Again, something their friends' parents very rarely had. So design this life. Design your studio to meet your family's needs rather than the other way around. And I think you will do well. Remember, here's a little overview of what I've gone through. Don't just keep doing the things you've always done because you've always done them. Make brave and courageous decisions to delete some things from your studio or give them to somebody else. Design your life to flex and adjust with your family's needs. Make decisions that may cost you money. I don't run school holiday workshops very often. I don't run on public holidays. Why not? I'm just chilling with my family um, and spending time with them. Know what lights you up and try and delete the things that are dragging you down, that are feeling like a burden. If teaching's your thing, keep doing it. It'll help you um, reconnect with your mission and your vision. If you want to give that away and run the studio and manage your teachers, then do that, but make it an intentional choice. Remember, you're a role model to your kids. They are watching you. So make sure that you're not a burnt out, resentful, regretful of a woman and that you have, um, you know, made some tough decisions to, to be there with them as much as you want to be, knowing that that is very different for each and every one of us we all have different expectations of how we're going to mother and how present we're going to be but the best bit is you get to make those decisions for you i hope that gives you some encouragement there is the longest chapter in my book on this so stay tuned i'm writing um, some days are better than others i'm not gonna lie it's a really bloody hard job Um, and it's very very scary but i hope today's little chat gives you the encouragement that you are seeking. And I think you're all wonderful. And I think that we just bloody rock. (laughs) Bye for now. I hope you found some encouragement and some support and a little bit of love in that episode. I promise if you are right there in the thick of it, you know, with young babies and toddlers, it does get easier just because you, you do it for longer. you know. We, we are really just making this up as we go along, and I bet that you're doing a great job. I do want to talk about how systems can make things easier, though. And um, on Tuesday, the 24th of May, it's my May group coaching workshop. We're going to be doing systems school. I'll be going over the how and why you need systems in your studio. But really getting into like the real nitty gritty, like this is how to set it up. This is how to write it. This is how to get your people to write it. This is how to get things updated. Um, because when you've got those those structures in place, then it really does support you in your role as a parent. It means that when you're not at the studio, you can be fully present as a mother Or father. Um, So I'd really encourage you if you are in that stage of life that, that this would be a really helpful session for you. Check out the link in my Instagram bio. You can find me at Dance Studio Success. I'd love to see you there either live or register to receive the recording just 24 hours later. Thanks for joining me at the bar. To find out more about past episodes, or how I can help you grow your own leadership or train student teachers, head to dancestep.com.au. Great leaders, create leaders, and I'm here to help you be and do both. And please remember to rate and review me on your podcast player of choice. See you next time, At The Bar.